This episode of the Same Game Multi Podcast is brought to you by the fantastic team at the White Bull Hotel Armadale. Situated halfway between Sydney and Brisbane in the picturesque New England region, it's a perfect destination for the hungry traveller, serving delicious meals for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Be sure to check out the fantastic weekly specials in the drive through bottle shop. For more information, check out the website at whitebull.net.au. The views and opinion of the following podcasts are general in nature and are not a guaranteed outcome. All personal research should be conducted prior to betting of any monies. All prices are correct at the time of recording. Please gamble responsibly. Another big episode today on the Same Game Multi-Podcast, coming to you live and exclusive on Channel 9. Uh, we're going to talk all things Round 19, we're going to preview Round 20, have a look at all the big talking points, the ins, the outs, the, the pluses and the minuses, you name it, we've got it. So stay on side because we're about to kick off. What an intro, lads. Hey. Mixing it up a mixing bit. Mixing it up. The cream rising to the top over here oh, with the announcements. The golden microphone, John Laws. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny Laws. <laughs> uh, how was your week, boys? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Good weekend. Yeah, hectic. Good weekend of footy. Real good. Some good yeah. games considering it was top eight v bottom eight. I was quite surprised with the games. So are my uh, footy tip results as well. I actually had a good round in the footy tips, so I think I jagged that one. Yeah, I had a couple of roughies on Sunday. I went dogs and... Dragons to try and sneak up the ladder, but that backfired on me. And I missed out. I went power matter as well. So that's yeah, the problem well, this time of year. You try and get a few of the upsets, and it either gets you up there or it puts you back. A yeah, few this more. time of year, if you're in the footy tip and it's either a, you're 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 in the zone, so you're picking favourites to try and stay in the zone. But if you're outside the zone, then you're trying to jag that one or two upset just to try and get yourself back up. Yeah. Uh, How do we go with our moldies, boys? Did we get one over the line, Chaz? Had as much luck as Billy Smith, mate. I was uh, <laughs> that poor cut cannot catch a break. I was uh, one leg off uh, on the manly on the manly one. I needed turbo two or more. You know, he went across once, so I missed out there. And I had um, I got my three try scorers in the Sharks Dogs game, but I had Sharks one to twelve and end up blowing out by a bit more after that. I think they won by about twenty four. So from memory, so I missed out there as well. Um, then also my sure thing. Uh, with parallelism to the Raiders, I lost that as well. So, and then the Panthers were supposed to win thirteen plus. So that was a put the brakes on that. That uh, that margin can be do or die, can't it? Again, when you're in the tips, so it's um, can either give you the big bucks or it can cost you a fair bit. What about yourself, J Rod? Mate, I had uh, not a bad one. I got my sure thing, uh, which was Josh Mansour, two or more tries. He scored them fairly early too. Um, so that was, a, I think it was $2.90. Um, I got my Dogs Cronulla multi, which was Sione Katoa, Will Kennedy, Connor Tracy, Sharks 13 plus. Um, and I missed, I missed out by one or two by one leg. Um, and Takiyahu. I was at Takiyahu, Tupanua, one of the two. Tupanua. Was, um, he was in my. Uh, the uh, Roosters multi, but he was ruled out before. By the time oh. I got got around to it, I, I didn't change it. So Sorry, Rusty and Takiyo. Supernua actually scored a double, I think, in that game. Uh, I got one up, boys. I got the Rabbits and the Warriors there. Um, I had the Rabbits 19. Hang on. I had the Rabbits 19 plus. Um, Rabbits first to 20 points. Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker, both to score a try. And... At the time of recording, I had Campbell Graham in there, but he got ruled out uh, before the game kicked off. So I actually threw in Reese Walsh and uh, got him up as well. So 
I, I shared that with you in the chat pod for for those of you who are listening don't believe me so I did get that one up and that was paying uh, 12 bucks at the time so pretty happy with that one Latrell got across with uh, three minutes to spare I think so yeah he would have the old squint winking yeah <laughs> Uh, what about player of the round, boys? There's some good footy played last week. Well, I got two. One's a bit biased, I guess. But anyway, I get me a right sheet and be able to read the right uh, player. Of the, uh, here we go. Don't have any glasses either. What's going on? <laughs> Mate, Victor Radley, 53 tackles, and he ran 9.23 kilometres for the game. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of, lot, of, lot of steps there. But Mitch Kenny. Um, I put him down 61 tackles. Now, I think the the Penrith game, that doesn't really reflect the... You know, they had 69 missed tackles for the whole game, so yeah. which is a lot. That's a lot of missed tackles. So, yeah, so Mitch, Mitch Kenny, he had he had eight missed tackles, but in saying that, 61 tackles. The uh, defensive coach will be getting the drumming on Monday, gone. Yeah. He got flogged. I think they averaged like 20 or 24 or something. They've basically done three times that, so she is... Um, Pretty ordinary performance. I think that's the biggest count for the year too. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, what about yourself, Jared? I've gone Jordan Rapana. Um, his transition generally plays on the wing, for those who don't know, but he played fullback against Para. Um, and he, he scored a try, saved a try, uh, saved the basically saved the game. I actually I thought his input from, from fullback was phenomenal. Um, so that Jordan Rapana, he was everywhere. He done everything he could, and and um, basically won him the game, scored him the try uh, that put them in in front. And um, he he's controversial, we'll put it that way. As as a para fan, I thought I had no problem in it. Um, he, the, what, what they class as a hip drop, um, but in that case, uh, you know, he's basically Sevo's over the line. You got to do whatever you can. Um, but yeah, I thought he was phenomenal. He saved a try, scored a try, um, and his his input from fullback was was phenomenal. Yep, I'll back that up. That's who I've got as well. I've got a few stats here. So one try, 25 runs, 261 run metres, 71 post-contact metres, 15 tackle breaks from 25 runs, 15 tackle breaks. So 60% of his runs, he's breaking a tackle. And he's not the strongest speed on there either. No, No, two line breaks, uh, zero missed tackles, and obviously that try saver on Sevo. I don't know how he didn't break his leg. Did you see the slow motion? Oh, yeah, it was was a crescent move. Oh, that kind of stuff scares me. But so. if, if you watch it, when he hits him too, he's, his back sort of flicks over him. He's like he's laid up on a, on a, on a moon lounge. Just. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, he, he, was, he was crazy. It yeah, was good. Good effort. And, and nothing wrong with the tackle as far as yeah. I'm concerned. There's nothing illegal in it. And he just hit him hard with the hip. Um, highlight of the round, Mr. Cherry. Mate, as you touched on just briefly before, uh, these the lower-ranked teams pushing the – like the so-called higher-ranked teams, like your top four and your top, top six sides. Uh, so Raiders getting the sneaky win against Para. Uh, Queensland, uh, North Queensland pushing the Storm. Uh, Broncos against Penrith. Uh, and even though the, the Sharks did get a bit of a blowout win towards the end, the Dogs really had them. Had yep. them there for a while. It was just neck and neck. Well, I've been so, saying for weeks. I've, I flogged them at the start of the season. Um, yeah, same. Yeah. They, they're turned around. The Dogs are playing good football. And Just having, not good enough. Having that sort of a... Uh, closest back to, to the games Brings a lot more interest back Into watching them all So yeah. So yeah So that's my highlight for the week My highlight is I, th- I thought it was Tom Curran But I could be wrong um, Actually ran through The defensive line He was actually guided by A illegal runner 
who made contact in the defensive line. The try was not given. Boys, um, for those, I, I can't, I don't even remember who it was. It might have been Chooks years and years ago. The try celebration he scored next to the posts, put the ball on the ground. Do you remember the old lawnmower where you put it on so it was horizontal? You'd pretend to rip start it. Wedge it with your foot and then you walk behind it like it's, yeah. I thought the celebrations, just celebrations in general, I'm loving it. The 10 pin bowling. Yeah, 10 pin bowling. From the roost. Had the old hand grenade, remember that one yeah. too? That was a good uh, one. Brian Fletcher. Yeah. Uh, for me, boys, it was, I've got two. I've got uh, the Neil Orr scoreline at half time between the Parrot and the Raiders. That was a great game. And, and just to see a competitive, you know, first half was really good to see. And the other one is the big boys getting across. Uh, so I just listed down a few names here. So Jacob Saifidi, big Tommy Burgess got two, Jared Wallace got two, and Dylan Napper got across as well. So see a few of the big boys get across the line's always good. And, uh, you know, they're off the nudie runs. Not that it would worry Tom Burgess. Um, we've all seen those photos. I think that might have been his twin brother, George. But the old, uh, <laughs> the old dongle doesn't fall far from the tree, if you know what I mean. So... Yeah, it's good. Good to see a few big boppers getting across the line. Low light for me, boys, uh, and it kind of leads into this round, but it's, it's the injuries, uh, and especially to the, the Penrith Panthers, leading into this, uh, you know, the, the storm blockbuster this week from a game that probably should have been $1.90 each way is now looking at $5 to $1.15 or something like that. So it's kind of ruined that contest for me, what should have been one of the games of the year, uh, especially this back end of the year. You know, it, we probably won't get to see the contest that we that we were hoping for. So just those the the compounding injuries that they they've uh, got there at the foot of the mountains. Uh, obviously, Isaiah Yo getting knocked out didn't help. He's off again this week, and and word come out later uh, earlier this week. Sorry about Toto and his ankle. Cleary's obviously gone, and you got a few others. Coruscant suspended. So for me, it was just that not being able to see that game at its full potential. Now, within saying that, I was talking to Mr. Hawkeye down at the bottle shop at the White Bull this afternoon, who has loaded us up with some uh, some new brews again for this week to try. But we were mentioning uh, with that, there's going to be quite possibly a bit of a ladder shift up the top now. Uh, so I think Melbourne and Panthers are tied for first, followed closely by South and Para. Uh, so with Panthers now struggling with with the players missing, Roosters struggling as well. So. Obviously, this week, para play Roosters. I think that's going to be a bit of a walkover for them uh, with, the, with the list of injuries out. South and Parra are going to start sneaking up the ladder, whereas Parra's going to drop down. So Melbourne will end up being clear clear leaders, and then there'll be a battle for second and third, I can imagine, between Eels and, and, and Souths. And uh, old sports bet already paying out on the Roosters for the minor premiership and the premiership might be a bit nervous. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, what about your low light, mate? Mate, mine's two of us to check. Leaving, going over to rugby. Yeah, absolutely. Disappointed. Just, yeah, just, I don't mind the old two of us. He was a good, good, good uh, squad member for us for a few years uh, down at uh, down at down at Sydney and Bondi. But uh, I still have support him even after he moved to the Warriors. And it's, it's just a shame to see him go, well, especially to rugby. I think yeah. he could have um, could have stayed there for another couple of years and helped help coach those younger guys like he was supposed to, like Yurisi Walsh and yeah, and those boys, and sort of become a bit of a Bit of a new, like a New Zealand leader, and like what you were saying last week, but about getting those players up to that level for those sides, they're going to be missing another chunk out of that there now as well. So absolutely, and and a, and a player of his knowledge, uh, he's been there, done it all. Um, I think I could be wrong, but I think he might have been involved in that 08 World Cup winning squad. 
Um, so they've won the World Cup New Zealand. He's won the Premiership with the Roosters. Uh, there's not a lot he hasn't done in the game. And he's a sort of player that you need around the Reese Walshers and them boys just to try and stabilise the ship. But unfortunately, with him gone, um, you know, and having said that, him come back on the coaching staff, like a Stacey Jones or something like that, I just don't think it's the same as as to have actually someone on the field um, with, with that sort of, and, and particularly from behind, as I said, they, they do so much directional play, and for someone like Reese Walsh to learn off him, do his apprenticeship through him, uh, imagine the player Reese Walsh could turn out to be, but, you know, hopefully um, he, he, all blacks will win the win the World Cup, there's no doubt about that, but hopefully he might be back for one or two years after that if he if he's still got it in him. And it was a shame the way he went out too. Obviously they were planning a homecoming for him over there in New Zealand, COVID fucked that, but to get knocked out in your final game as well, he got yeah. knocked the, and knocked the fuck out, not just knocked out, knocked the fuck out. So, yeah, it's a bit sad, I agree with you, mate. I, I, I don't begrudge him, like obviously no, it's just the, no. the situation, but it is sad to see him go. Yeah. My low light was... Uh, the for those out there of keeping an eye on the Olympics, um, was the one of the swimming coaches uh, doing the ultimate warrior, um, going berserk. <laughs> Apparently, there's a rule in the Olympic committee that you can't, um, what's the word over over celebrate. Really? Um, so he was he was tapped on the shoulder and told to settle after his ultimate warrior. Um, what's the name? Ariane. Ariane. Oh, I, th- I thought it was good. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, good um, to see. He's doing the old shoulder strut and flick, and then he's just shaking the rail. <laughs> you know, it's it's good to see. You know, that's raw emotion too. You know, and and uh, they showed when the when the medal ceremony when they started lifting the flag and she was on the top of the podium. He had a the bloke had a had a tear in the eye. Like that's just raw emotion. That's what happens in the in the minute. You know, but so your low lights, not the so, celebration. No, no, but the, it's just the Olympic committee. The yeah. rule that it, he was warned, like told to. You know, that's enough for that. I suppose uh, fair him. Now, you'll probably appreciate this too, J-Rod. Speaking of Olympic committees, still no darts in the Olympics. No. They've pushed and pushed again. they got they got skateboarding this year, but, Shit. but still no darts. They've got synchronised underwater swimming, no darts. Um, three on three basketball. Oh, mate. 3v3 yep. basketball. I, I tuned in and watched... Blood pressure is rising. I tuned in and watched a little 3v3, three, three three, and it is fucking horrendous. But I tell you one thing, and this is this will be this is an obscure fact um, for those out there that haven't actually tuned in. Tune in and watch a little badminton. That's I, good. I tell you what, they go hard, and you can tell the difference in the racket when they just flick it. It makes it like a, a pong noise, and then when they crack it, it sounds like a rifle. <laughs> and the problem is, there's bodies flying, like arms flying everywhere, and you're just watching this white thing just a blur <laughs> go back and forth. And it is it is really it's you'd be surprised the the reaction speed. Um, the actual the power that they hit the shuttlecock, um, their awareness—it's actually not bad. Watch, so it is. But um, I've I watched some boxing over there too. I watched Zimbabwe versus India in I think it might have been the middleweight men's, um, and I've seen better fights at the BP at two AM. But yeah, so that's my lowlights. Just that, just the rule that you're not allowed to over celebrate inside. I, I suppose, obviously, no crowd. So they would have, you would have heard him, but you know, it, yeah, I, I think I was pretty poor. Uh, all right, boys, let's move on to this week's games. Got a full round to get through. First up, we've got the Roosters versus Parramatta. Now, this one's being played at BB Print Stadium. Now, I just went, where the fuck is BB Print Stadium? But I looked up, it's in Mackay. So they're taking a few of the games out regional areas, which is great. Uh, we said a couple of weeks ago, we wonder how those pitches were going to hold up. So it's probably good for those. Uh, strips that we're getting a well trodden to have a bit of a rest. So out there at Mackay, so again no home ground advantage to either team, which is going to be the same for 
most of the um, games this weekend. Uh, fourth v fifth. What do you see this one, boys? Do you think it might be a good game? It should be. When you said it, it might be a walkover, I'm I'm not 100 percent convinced on power at the moment. Um, you know, I, so my multi I've gone. I don't. I've gone head to head. I haven't even picked a margin, and I don't think it'll be as 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 much of a blowout as you think, Chaz. I think it'd be a really good game. With Moses still out too, their attack they didn't have much attack no, last week. Para no. they look I, they look clunky. I and think they look one out. And I think uh, Jacob Arthur's starting to show signs of being a five eighth rather than a halfback. Um, I, I sort of feel that he lacks a little bit of direction, etc. Um, and he and he seems to. I don't, does he want to run the ball more? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, as I said, Chaz, I'm not 100 percent convinced that. Um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be. I think it'll be a really good game of football. Yeah, I think uh, after the after the final siren there from playing the Knights last week, I think we had about close to five million dollars worth of players sitting on the grandstand. Yeah. Um. So that's going to be a bit of a problem. Josh Morris is back this week. Now I don't know whether that was a, a choice that he's made uh, himself, or if they might have asked him. Said, "Mate, we're running a bit short. Just need someone else, like someone out there for like another week or two. Do we get some get some members back uh, with some fitness? So I, I don't know. I don't think that they would have pushed him into it." No, no. They would have just said, mate, can you? Or, or he might have even put his hand up and said, mate, well, I'm chuck us ready. back on and, yeah, yeah I'll help you out. Uh, Takiyaho should be back too, hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, so we had uh, three go down last week. So it was Takiyaho, Billy Smith and Ikevalu. So three three good players there. Billy Smith, he's just <laughs> injury prone, isn't he? He doesn't no. have much luck. He's can't, can't get break. the break. No. Nah. Unless it's of his foot or his leg. Yeah, that's how he breaks. He's getting... Uh, yeah, Joey Mano, uh, he'll, he'll be out to the wing this week, uh, replacing Ikevalu. So uh, hopefully he should have a good, good run out there. He's been, been pretty solid this year. Uh, been up there with probably the top five out of the squad, I, I'd say, easy uh, this year. So uh, chick's back. I've, I've started him in the wine moulding as well. Same here. Yeah, so... Uh, that push, pushes Penasini back into the reserves. Uh, Marata Nuakore, uh, he's out with his knee injury, so Cartwright's filling in for him there as well. Ills have not defeated the Roosters twice since 07 in the same season, so we'll see what happens here. Yeah, we say we struggle against against Sydney, yeah. Uh, and Chooks have won their last four from five games against Parramatta as well, so like you're saying there, Birdo, yeah, a bit of a... Bit of a bogey side for the Eels, but uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a good game, and I'm the same as you. I, I didn't, I didn't pick down a margin or, or a winning side. I've just, I just yeah. made some try scores for this one. Yep, same here. Hit us with it, mate. What do you got, mate? Tupo Sivo Opachik, and that's eight twenty-five. I've got uh, Manu Gutho and Opachik, and that one's twelve twenty-five. But again, couldn't pick a margin. Couldn't it? Couldn't even pick a head-to-head. So. I'm a bit with Jared. I think it'll be a bit closer than than, than a blowout. Yeah, well, I've gone I've gone para head to head. Um, as I said, I'm I'm not convinced on the on the margin, but I'm only going para because of the, as I said, Chaz, the, the injuries. So I've gone para head to head. I've gone Wonga Blake and Ryan Madison. Um, those three for eleven dollars seventy five. All right, boys. Next game we've got Tigers v Warriors. Now this one is being played at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, it'll it'll. Double into a double header there in the next game, which would be good for the Brisbane crowd. Get amongst it if you're up there listening. Uh, Tigers v Warriors, six o'clock Friday. As we spoke about, uh, RTS no longer part of the Warriors squad. 
that'll be a bit deflating for them, I think. Tigers, they're going okay at the moment, nothing great. Um, bit of a uh, COVID breach there over the week with Jimmy Roberts stepping out in the balcony. I don't understand that. How's that a COVID It's bro- fucking prison. They're living yeah. in a prison. But that's what hotel quarantine is. Everyone that's in Sydney is the same thing. They don't have balconies. They don't have fresh air. So. Oh, so they're not allowed to use the balconies in? No, they're being gaffer taped shut. Ah, well, how does the security get in? Through the main door. Oh, what security? Well, remember when the security, they were... Oh, yeah. They were minus three and a half inches at, at times <laughs> social distancing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't speak for that. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Chaz, what do you got, mate? Mate, uh, we've got Alex Twal. Uh, he should be coming back from his shoulder injury. Hopefully he just has to pass one more fitness check. Um, so he'll be there. He'll, he'll be starting on the bench, though. Won't be on the run-on squad. Uh, Bloor's replacing Luke Garner. Uh, he's had an ankle problem there. And we've got uh, Katoa and Hiku returning for the Warriors. So they'll pick up a couple of players there. Uh, like you said, RTS won't be there, unfortunately. Otacolo, uh, he'll be the starting hooker there for the for the big Warriors. And the Warriors have won three of their last four games against the Tigers. So in saying this, the Warriors are favourites here at $1.50. Um, Tigers. Uh, sorry, Tigers are favourites here, uh, paying, paying $1.50. I, I I can see the Tigers getting over in this one. They're going to be a little bit. They, they, they've had a couple of couple of good wins too lately. Haven't been against the best clubs, but they're just they seem to be playing a bit more team football. I guess you could say instead of just going out there chopping it around. This is one of the games, and I'll say it for him. Uh, Jared would say a stay away from. I believe just looking over there now. I think it's a very hard game to pick, not only in the footy tips. But even to, to, to bet on, uh, you know, I found it very hard to kind of come up with anything in this game. Two teams that are underperforming. Uh, I said before that the Tigers haven't been too bad. That was a mistake. They got flogged last week by Manly. I just looked up that result. Um, so I'll rescind that comment. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've chucked a few um, try scorers in here and I've got Tigers to cover the line. So I'll go through mine now. I've got the Tigers to cover the line at minus five and a half. Dane Laurie. Dewey and Walsh all did across. I just picked the three best players, and that one's paying sixteen dollars fifty. Yeah, so I've I've gone Tigers head to head. I just got a feeling the Warriors will be a little bit deflated with with two of Arthur Sheck and the story behind that. So I've gone Tigers head to head. Kenny Mamalo, Luscious Leilua, and Reese Walsh, and that's paying twelve dollars. I've gone Tigers head to head for that exact same reason. Ches, uh, head to head Tigers. Dane Laurie, Reese Walsh. Uh, and I've got the points to be over fifty two and a half. I think it'll be <laughs> it'll be a massacre. So, uh, and that's eight dollars twenty five. All right, boys. Next game: Broncos v Cowboys. As I said, double headed up there at Suncorp Stadium on Friday night. Now, this game going back three, four, five years ago would have been game of the round. Uh, a lot of these contests were decided by one point or you know two two points. Plenty of these games come down to a field goal. This one I can't see being as competitive as this. Broncos are favourite going into it, dollar seventy-seven to two dollars and five for the Cowboys. It, but it might be one of those games where, where it's all right. You know what I mean? It might be one of those games where both teams aren't tracking very good. We've got fifteenth playing uh, versus thirteenth. Anything? Well, if you go off the games last week, this this could be a very good game to watch. Could be, but the problem is 
throughout the year I've gone off last week's form. <laughs> and they just don't go back to and, back. Oh, and they yeah. fucking let me down so much. You go back to Penrith when Broncos played Penrith. Yeah. You know, back in April, they were fantastic. And then the next week, they get fucking flogged. So yeah. I think it was the next three weeks after that. Yeah. That yeah. Hammer, you know, I've been caught too much too often this year going off, going off last week's form. They should be okay because they just turned to shit. It just seems to be one of them sort of games where, say, as you said, when, when they played Penrith, they played up, they turned up and had a red-hot crack. Whether it's a game like this, whether they sort of go out there and go, right, if we don't come out hard, Penrith are going to bash us. This sort of game where you know... You, you can sort of give you can give the Cowboys a start. Cowboys are done. Uh, Toddy Payton. I'd like to see what he does next year when he gets some signings. But at the moment, the squad he's got now. If you could, um, the mercy rule come in. That's probably one of the first sides I'm putting out. You know what I mean? But um, it's whether I've so playing sport myself. When you sort of go up against the side, go oh fuck, we'll beat these fellas. No worries. Then you end up going. You end up lowering to their level of football. And then it just becomes rubbish. You're dropping the ball. Lose your focus. Yeah, you lose your focus yeah. um, and, and all this sort of stuff. You try to do that little razzle-dazzle stuff. It doesn't work. And you, then, you, and then go away the from basic football and, and that's yep. when it becomes horrendous to watch. And coming off the back of that, then they start scoring, then you start panicking. Mm. And that's when, that's when the errors come in and Absolutely. that's just where it turns into a nightmare. And up start either that or you sort of – these sort of games where they sort of match each other in defence-wise because they can't attack – so then you start seeing these four wide cutout balls, um, just trying to trying to jag something. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> this is I, I, this is game, one game I won't be watching. Put it that way. Any injuries, mate? Yeah, mate. Um, so Jake Turpin, he's been named despite having a broken thumb uh, last week against the Panthers game. I think if you broke your thumb, you'd be out for a few weeks, but. Must be must be a little bit tougher than than me. So only if you're soft. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be out for a month. <laughs> uh, not too many injuries here. Uh, a few people coming back. Uh, Danny Levi for the Bronx could be a start uh, if if Turpin's thumb is no good, and uh, Rabadi returns on the bench uh, from a leg injury as well. Albert Kelly might be coming back, playing in the reserves. So it'd be good to see him back on. Getting some get some telly time as well. Do do quite enjoy watching him. Uh, Cowboys winger Cole Felt, 150th NRL game this week. So yep. we'll see if he's washed his washed the butter off the fingers from Origin. We'll the 100 tries last week. Congratulations to Kyle and also Josh Adokar in the same game, mind you. So that was pretty freaky. I see uh, Xavier Coates has been left off again. He's uh, in jersey number 21. So there's a bit of talk going around that um, the Roosters might be trying to get him as a bit of a end of the year kind of similar to Pangai and uh, Penrith. So watch this space. Brisbane don't want to release him though. Um, yep. Anything else, mate? Uh, no, the Bron- uh, Bronx won their last seven from nine against uh, Cowboys at Suncorp. So a bit of a bit of a strength for them being at home. But I'll tell you what, last week when I watched this, uh, the Cowboys play and they named Jake Granville at fullback, I was a bit, Bit, um, how you going? But he actually played pretty well there. They reckon he played a bit of younger footy there during the grades, and, and he was pretty good. He, you know, he's a pretty good hooker, but he, he, he went all right. Obviously, um, Holmes is still out and will be for a few more weeks, I think, with that injury he, um, obtained in Origin 3. So, yeah, Moldy's boys, what do we got? Kick us off, J Rod. Got to give me some notice. I was, uh, <laughs> I was <laughs> I knew that's why I went. I was in the NRL. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
What I've gone, Katoni Staggs, Corey Oates, under 53 and a half, Brisbane Broncos head-to-head, $10.60. Now, I changed the battle plan from last week. I have gone a few little uh, wild ones this week to try and get some value. Any uh, eight-and-a-half-minute tries? Well, there's one that features later on, mate. Here we go. But for this game, I've got Staggs, Payne Huss, Tullagai, and Scotty Drinkwater. Any timers, and that's paying $76. Wow. Jesus. Um, I've got big uh, Uncle Toby Oates in there as well. Stags, can't go past him. Murray Talangi, and I also big, put the big um, second row of Lukey in there as well for the Cowboys. So four anytime try scorers, two from each. $30.75 on that one. So, All right, next game, lads. We have the Dragons v. the, the Rabbitohs, and this one's being played at Brown Park. Again, similar to um, BB Print Stadium. I had no idea where this was. Had to Google it, and it's up in Rockhampton, so it'll be nice and warm up there, you think? Nice flat track. Very toasty. It's going to suit the Rabbitohs down to the ground. I think Cody Walker will be running amok and will be having a great day. Um, the Dragons are still suffering from barbecue gate. They're, out, they're blown out to nine bucks. Rabbitohs into a dollar seven. Anything other than a drubbing, boys? A double flogging, I reckon. Yeah, it's going to absolute be, whipping. It's going to be on. See, Corey Norman's gone to centres. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, uh, I've got Cody Ramsey uh, might be coming back this week for the reserves for the Dragons. Missing Zachy Lomax, um, they sort of really, really miss him, I think. He's one of their sort of uh, star shiners, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, Corey Norman there starting in the centres. So the four that are missing this week serving their barbecue band is Jack DeBellin, Jack Bird, Josh Maguire and Blake Laurie. So they'll, yeah, so they'll be, they'll, I don't know if they're going to have a barbecue up, up in the grandstands and watch this one or be at home. Depends if there's a bed in a cupboard up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alvaro might be there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we see Jaden Hunt and Jackson Ford appear on the bench uh, for the St. George. Now with the Rabbitohs, uh, Adam Reynolds, minor hamstring tightness. So he's in doubt as well. So they're going to make a final call later in the week, possibly Friday, after the training run to see how he's going there. I think even without him, they're going to be a bit of a uh, too hot to handle, I'd say. Uh, they've got Liam Knight and Campbell Graham need to pass concussion protocols. Uh, so hopefully they come back Because I don't mind a bit of Campbell Graham yeah. And Cody Walker uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stretch <laughs> Yes <laughs> um, Cody Walker should be playing as well Now I think he is at fullback I think Just double check on that uh, Latrell's Latrell's fullback yeah, Okay very good there, so. um, Just a little bit of news boys Dane Gagai signed with Newcastle Knights From 2022 onwards I was just having a think about that then He, he plays on the left Edge, left centre, doesn't he? Yep. So does Bradman best for Newcastle. So it'd be interesting to see. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to be keeping Bradman, probably getting rid of Tuala. Um, <laughs> so it'd be interesting to see what happens there next year and where if one of them switches, obviously, which one does will be is that, great to see. Is that a backward step? Is that a good good signing or bad signing? I, I think he's, he's, day, he's, he's it's behind him. Yeah, well, he's obviously gone there for probably better money than what he's getting at, at South, but it's yeah. probably a good signing for him. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's better centres out there to sign. I think so. And and to be honest, I think he's a better wing than he is centre Absolutely. as well. Um, anyway. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. be interesting to see where he slips into that side there. I could 
tell the story, but I won't. We're getting short on time here. Oh, and just one other um, thing. Fucking Kaloa Matangi got across last week. <laughs> 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 one of you boys had him, didn't you? You had him. I think Jeez. I had him. Yeah, yeah, not, not me. No, you didn't. I was bloody dirty. No, anyway. I didn't. No, shit. Someone did. No, I was up yours. What about you? I had him the week before. No, I might have been. Yeah. Week before. Okay, sorry. Scratch that. Edit. Cut that. Yeah, so I reckon South is absolutely steamrolling here. So this bet is pending on Campbell Graham as well. So I've gone South nine and plus Campbell Graham anytime Latrell two or more South first to thirty points and South to win both halves, paying a whopping nine dollars twenty five. Loaded, loaded up. Mine's depending on the stretch as well. Um, so I've gone points to be over fifty and a half. Uh, Jackson Paulo anytime, Latrell Mitchell anytime, Dane Gagai anytime, and I've gone the stretch, Campbell Graham anytime, and that's thirteen dollars on the dot. How many of those fifty points will be scored by Dragons? Um, I'm going to say probably. I'm going to say two point field goal from eight Norman or less. <laughs> uh, I've just looked at mine and realised I haven't actually picked South as a head to head or a margin. So anyway, uh, I've gone Jackson Paulo two or more. Walker and a big trell to get across for $9.50. So if I'm sure if I chucked um, Rabideau's head-to-head there, I'd probably get about $9.55. Thank so. you. What I was about to say, I don't think it's going to jump up much if no, you chuck them in. Uh, all right, boys, that's half the games. We're going to take a little break. Uh, the boys are empty on their new beer here, so we're going to refuel that. And uh, make sure you keep listening because the code word for the jersey giveaway is coming up. This episode of the Same Game Multi Podcast is brought to you by the fantastic team at the White Bull Hotel Armadale. Situated halfway between Sydney and Brisbane in the picturesque New England region, it's a perfect destination for the hungry traveller, serving delicious meals for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Be sure to check out the fantastic weekly specials in the drive through bottle shop. For more information, check out the website at whitebull.net.au. Code word for this week is Sports Power Armadale. All right, we're back, and uh, once again, thank you to the White Bull, great sponsors of the show. Uh, next game, boys, Knights v Raiders, Suncorp Stadium leads into a double header into the next game as well. Uh, Brisbane fans are getting spoilt up there, so get amongst it and make sure you support the NRL because they do need all the support at the moment. Uh, we've got 9 v 11 here, Knights being the 11th side team, Raiders ninth side. Uh, Raiders were good last week against Parramatta, been good the week before. Have they finally turned the corner, boys, or are we? Uh, is it a false sense of security again? I am not convinced. No. As I said before, I'm not convinced on power either, and I, I haven't been for, for numerous rounds now. Um, having said that, take nothing away. Last week's performance was unreal. I thought they were really good against Parramatta. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see how they go after like one or two more rounds, if they're really going to stick in, uh, dig the hills in and try and get into this Uh Top eight final series, don't know. They should win this game, but they should. They should win. If this they game. don't, that that's their season. I reckon. Looking at it on paper, they're gone. No Pierce for for the night, so I'm sure you'll get to that in a sec. Ches Whiten's back. Uh, Whitehead's back. I just can't see them losing this. The way they've been playing, Corey Harawira-Nyder is playing out of his skin. Um, yeah, it should should be a given, but. And Tommy Starling, just seen him there too. He, his impact off the bench has been superb, and the way they're using him and um, Josh Hodgson, similar to how they use um, the Cheese and Harry Grant when he's fucking fit down at Melbourne. I like that combination. So, like Alberto touched before with his uh, Player of the Week Rapana as well, playing some good footy again. So, 
Yeah, so Pierce, uh, he's in, in the reserves this week. Uh, so they'll be missing him big time. Badman Best, uh, confident in playing as well. Had uh, something called a sydnesmosis surgery. I'm no, uh, no orthopedic surgeon or anything. I don't even know what it is. It's, you always know what that is? It's ankle-related. Ankle a high ankle sprain, effectively. I should have listened at school. Back when back when we were playing, back when we were sports, it was just a rolled ankle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. call it something you had for six weeks. Say yep. something to your dad and he just tells you to run it off. Yeah, exactly. Right. Anyway. Uh, Knights get uh, Clemmer back as well, so a bit of a positive for him, uh, for the Knights there. <clears throat> uh, yeah, with the Raiders camp, uh, Jack Whiten, uh, he should be playing. He's took the, the training session there on Monday, so... He, could see him running on as well. Uh, yeah, Elliot Whitehead's back from that uh, shoulder injury as well. Papali uh, has to go through the HIA protocols as well from that head knock. Yeah, so the Raiders, uh, they've only conceded 44 points in the last three games. That's pretty good. So that's some good defense. each game there yeah. halfway through the season. So, that's, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I, I don't know if they turned around or not. I can't be that confident yet. I, the guru, I know he thinks they have. He's, he, yeah, he's, of, course, I think hey, it's, of course he does. yeah. I think it's this week and next and and next week's game for them. They have to get them, have to come out and have to look like they're going to be a threat as well. Otherwise, I think it's curtains. And just looking at the draw next week, they got the Dragons. Uh, so that that's and then they come up against the Storm. So they really need to get this week's win and also next week going into that big blockbuster on Thursday in round twenty two against the Storm and get a bit of momentum into them. So and then they got Manly after that. Uh, then the Warriors. And the Roosters, so they they got a pretty tough run. So yeah, you're right, mate. I think they do have to cement cement this round and and next round as well. So, uh, Maldi's boys, who wants to kick us off? I got a pretty tasty one again here. So does four any timers? Ponga, Kurt Mann, Sebastian, Chris, and Elliot Whitehead, sixty dollars. That's that's fairly sharp too. I've gone Raiders head to head. Seb, Chris, Kalen, Ponga, uh, eight dollars twenty. I've gone Raiders head to head as well. Ponga's in there for me as well. Jack White and, and Harawira Nida. He's uh, playing out of his skin. Scored the last couple of weeks, so twenty four seventy five there. So so not bad odds for that one. That's a good one. I like that one. Next one, Storm v Panthers, meant to be the game of the season. Uh, may not even be the game of the round with all the injuries, as we mentioned at the top of the show, to the Penrith Panthers, uh, decimated by injuries. Currently sitting dollar fifteen Melbourne and five dollars fifty for Penrith, being played at Suncorp Stadium. As I said previously, another double header. Uh, run us through the injuries, mate. What's the injury list and the suspension list looking like for Penrith? Uh, I'll just I'll, I'll go Storm first. We've got them at the top of the list. Otherwise, I'll just fucking don't do what I ask. Otherwise, I'll lose track with my uh, <laughs> <laughs> with my grandfather eyes here. Uh, Harry Grant's going to be at least another week for the Storm. Uh, Nico Hines, who'll be starting fullback again, running running perhaps from the bench. Uh, Panthers, no no massive changes uh, from last week. Uh, so we have got uh, Robert Jennings. Uh, he'll be going on to the wing to replace Brian Toto. So he's going to be severely missed, I think. Yep. Absolutely severe. You talk about a missing Cleary, like for direction and uh, playmaking and everything, but Ty, he is a finishing man, isn't he? So and, if they're not right, getting... He's a starting man too. He starts their sets off really with some metres, you know, that's tough runs from the kick return or the second tackle. He gets those tackle breaks from about 20 metres off his line and then he ends up finishing well over halfway. Yeah. Like he's freakish. Yeah, really going to miss him there. Uh 
Tyrone May. He, uh, sorry, he himself has a syndesmosis. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> so he learns something every day. Uh, Tyrone May, uh, he's on the sideline too with some knee problems. Matt, Matt Burton slides back into 5'8 again. We'll see him back in the halves. Uh, and they'll have Brenton Naden replacing May there out in the centres. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Panthers have won three of their last five games against the Storm. However, this week it's going to be a bit unfortunate for them, I think. Yeah, I think for the Penrith, they've just got to hold. They've just got to perform. They can, I don't think they can win, but they can't let Melbourne beat them by 50. They've got to stay in the contest. You know what I mean? Just grind it out. And if they lose by 10 or 12, that's probably you know, a victory for them kind of thing. Yeah, you know it what would I mean? be. But if they lose by 50, it's going to have some very mental scarring given what happened last year in the grand final, I think, to a lot of that because that squad's pretty much the same. Uh, except for all the fellas that are out injured at the moment. But, yeah, it'd be, be a tough game to, to get walloped in. What are the riff paying? About about 5 bucks, $5.50 currently, yeah. Yeah, so when you're paying that much, if, if you lose to Melbourne by, say, 10, 12 points... That's pretty good. I'd be happy. Well, I'm yeah. looking at the uh, premiership odds now. Uh, Panthers at four, uh, Melbourne at two dollars twenty-five. If there's if there's a romping this weekend, that'll come into that'll come in under twos for Melbourne. Um, yeah. I think I think Penrith will blow out, which is a shame to see. But as I said, if there, if there's a romping, I, I, I think that and either that you'll probably find that the closer it gets, uh, if Melbourne start to break away, they'll probably suspend that the uh, Melbourne market. Pay out on that as well. So just looking at the line, eighteen and a half currently. So if you like that yep. line, get on it now because I think that might blow out a little bit. Uh, Moldy's J Rod, you want to kick us off there after you've done a little Brett Naden? Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, working in a dusty industry. I got shit oh, all sure. through me nose. So sure. what I've got is uh, I don't know what I've done here, but for some reason I've got Ado Car to score at any time. Cra. <laughs> Yeah, he's French, is he? Yeah, he's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, yeah. Um, I've got, <laughs> I've got an Addo Carr two or more tries, but for some reason I've got Addo Carr in there as an anytime try scorer as well. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, just to... Uh, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> you don't have the first try, try scorer too, do you? Or, the, <laughs> or last? No, let me... I'll start that again, actually. I'm going to go... I was looking from the bottom up. That's probably where I've gone wrong. So I've gone Melbourne 13 plus... Um, I just couldn't be fucked fine of the 19 plus, so I've gone 13 plus. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, any time try scorer, Justice Olam. <laughs> Justice, <laughs> Justice of the Peace. Oh, you, you fucked me now. Uh, Justin <laughs> Olam. I'm thinking of Justice Hooney, the boxer. I'm going to call him Justice from now on. That's Justice yeah. Olam. That's uh, car one, Adokar two or more, and that's uh, $10. Finally got there, $10. Oh. Fuck, the game's already been run, <laughs> mate. Sorry, you missed out on putting the bet on. Now, this one, this is my second biggest one for the week. He was all conservative no, last week. Yeah. Now he's come back out. Oh, back. Like a tax man. Back to me always, mate. Back. Tax returns in, so unloading. <laughs> mate, uh, Storm to win between 13 and 18 point margin. So, got a bit of faith here with the Penrith. Hoping they do come in around that sort of, you know, 12 to 18 point. Uh, margin there, and I've got Pappenhauser, Crichton, and the Cheese Anytimers. Pappenhauser or Housen? <laughs> What's he? <laughs> hey, you, hey, you fucking pulled pa- it out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Must be contagious, I think. I'll just go Paps in. Paps, Crichton, and the Cheese. That's $111. Wow. Because of your margin. Because of the margin, yeah, Betsy. Yeah. 
Uh, I've gone Storm head-to-head. I think they'll do that comfortably. Fox, Remus Smith, my boy, Jerome Hughes. And I threw Kikau in there, I think, on that left edge. Um, I think he might just bumble over there and get across with uh, Luai Fiennes from early ball. 39-75, up around that 40s there. So pretty happy with that one as well. So... Uh, all right, boys, let's get into the next game. Game of the round, Dogs v. Titans. That's the one. There it is. <laughs> this one being played at Seabus Super Stadium. Uh, give them the field a rest, which will be good. So it's only got the the one game there this week. Um, home game for Titans. Obviously, it's listed as their away game, but home game for them. $1.25 favourites. Bulldogs paying $4 at the time of recording. As we've been saying for a few weeks, Bulldogs have been pretty good. This might be this might be the week where they jag one, Jared. What do you reckon? Um, I think well, they, well, they're due. I think they're playing some good football. No, they're not. Um, I, I don't know how to put it. They're not finishing. I think is the problem. Um, and they showed that against Cronulla. They it was at that middle period where they grind. They're starting to get in the grind. Uh, they didn't start very well against Cronulla, but. And they didn't finish very well, but that middle period of football... A bit like you might have heard, you don't finish very well. <laughs> finish very well. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just a rumour. Hey, hey, you know, rumours are... Some, some rumours are true, so... Um, but, yeah, I just... I'm not 100%. Yeah, but I, as I said, oh, they're due. Boys, answer me this. If you were a Canterbury player, out of all the, all the stadiums and fields in Queensland... For some reason, this is mysteriously at Seabus, which is the Titans' home ground. Would you be a little bit, you know, like, I, I don't know. if, if like, I get I, what you're I, saying. I get what you're saying. Am I wrong in saying that that's yeah. a, that could be it could be taken as wrong? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but in into the fence, I think... Hey, I'm all for big ticket sales and Yeah, and, getting, and that's why I think they've probably there. done it. You know, they're more likely to get a crowd there. But isn't that, that the idea of a home game? Well, yeah, it I, is. I know exactly what you're saying. And, and I sort of agree with you, and I'm, I'm not going to disagree at all. My opinion on that is they push other teams that, don't, that aren't there regularly up to those more northern towns and cities to give them some exposure um, for from live viewing, whereas people from Rockhampton and stuff can travel down to Seabus. Yeah. Would this have so anything to do with maybe the Titans bubble? And say Canterbury, their bubble might be in the Gold Coast, so it might be easier, maybe. Could be, possibly. I'm sure there's a lot of factors that have gone into it, but I think revenue is probably a big one. They're probably more chance of getting. That's a pretty out of these stadiums that they've been played at. That's the second biggest stadium. Yeah, more likely to get more bums on seats with the Titans playing there than the Sharks feed Manly personally. So, yeah, I don't have an issue with it, given the nature in which the competition's being played at the moment, but. I would, pro- yeah, you're probably right. If you're the dog, you should probably be a little bit upset. But hey, hey, if I'm a Titans player or supporter or coaching staff, I'm all for it. Yeah, definitely. So the almighty dollar speaks for itself, doesn't mm-hmm. it? They need every bit of it at the moment. Mate, uh, we got for the dogs, we got Lukey Thompson failed his judiciary appeal there. So he's got a three match ban. Uh, they haven't got a replacement for him named as yet. So we'll find out later on what's happening there. Kyle Flanagan gets to play again, which is good. They're giving him a bit of a run. I think Nisa should have been there for the whole year, as I've mentioned numerous times. You're a fan. Um, Lockie Lewis, he's been relegated to the extended bench, so unfortunate for him. Now, the Bulldogs have conceded 106 points in three games at Seabus. So that's an average of about quick massive. Over 30-something. 30 30, yeah, 36 34 or points or something, mm. yeah. That's a lot. Uh, we've got 
Uh, Essen Masters coming in for the Titans to replace Pat- Patrick Herbert on his suspension. Uh, Brian Kelly, uh, he's supposed to be coming in for the left side too from an ankle injury from last week. Now for Feeder starting as well. I've got him in my molly this week again. Big for Feeder. He was on the on the bench last week, but he's back back on the on the field straight up with the whistle. Uh, and Bo Firma, he's uh, back on the interchange as well. Titans have won three out of the last four games against the Dogs. Yeah, like I said, this might be the upset of the no, round, I I'm think. Just, as you mentioned before, I, I thought that last week. With the Dragons? No, the Dogs. Oh, with the Dogs. The dogs. Sorry, In sorry, the Cronulla game. So I thought, this is the Dogs' week. This, this is where they're going to come out, yeah. put something over, they might start something. But I'm hoping that it is this week because... I'm going to stick with them, and I'm going to pick them again in the tips. Ballsy. Uh, boys, I'll kick us off. I've got uh, three anytime try scores. I couldn't pick a winner because of that, what we just spoke about. So I've got uh, Avarillo, Corey Thompson, and Big Day for feeder all together across the line, $11.25. So, so not great odds there, but a little bit into double digits, so I'm happy with that. Yeah, so I've got uh, Ockenbohr, big for feeder. Neither team to reach 30 points. And it has returned. Here's First try, eight <laughs> minutes or later, thirty dollars seventy five. Yes, you I watch love it. it. You watch it. Fucking two minutes in. Yeah, early. two minutes. The ball goes <laughs> wide. Um, I've gone Gold Coast head to head. Only going off the uh, home game advantage. Uh, points to be under fifty two and a half. That's a big. That's a big score. But anyway, fifty two and a half. I've gone the the brim. I've gone AJ Brimson, uh, David Fafita. Um, I'm still not convinced that David Fafita is their best player. I still think Tino Fasu or Alamalawi is. Uh, but wow, what form David Fafita's in at the moment. So head to head Titans under fifty two and a half. AJ Brimson, the big man for feeder, uh, thirteen dollars twenty five. With your bet there, with your. Uh, with your overs, what was that one? Uh, yeah, under bet, sorry, yeah, um, under 50. So under 52.5 points, overall points scored. I'm, I'm going to have a look at that later because I'm going to tie that in with my team as well uh, for neither team to score 30 points or more. Well, it can be can be costly. I actually had a little sneaky side bet, um, which was 30.5, so $30.50 last week. Cronulla head-to-head, uh, Sione Katoa, Connor Tracy, Will Kennedy, and I had the points under 47 and a half So unfortunately That was what let me down um, And unfortunately You can't pick that They pick it for you So it's either up Or down from that But it's 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 good I think it's generally About a dollar ninety. Yeah So when you add that Into a multi it, it, You know Can boost So it's not a bad little bit Alright boys Last game uh, Cronulla Sharks V the Manly Warringah Seagulls This one's being played At Morton Daly Stadium For those of you Playing at home That is at Redcliffe uh, So the one good thing About this Queensland bubble I'm finding boys Is a lot of dry tracks Whereas if they were Playing in, in Sydney Or Melbourne We probably wouldn't You know Get a lot more dew On the ball So probably a bit more Better quality football Being played The ball sticking the hand So forth Blah 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 So uh, this one up at Redcliffe Again should be a dry track We're hoping up there Sixth v seventh, uh, so this one could be a good game. However, the bookies have got a dollar fifteen manly favourites, five dollar fifty Cronulla Sharks. The outsiders. I think it's going to be a bit of a turnaround from last week for the Sharks. They're going to put under the pressure here. I think Manly are going to really, really try and dig in for these last few games before the finals. Yeah, I've been a bit of a dark horse side, haven't they? From from where they started uh, back. Well, 19 weeks ago, so um, be interesting to see how the how the Sharks handle them. Actually, I think this one could be a bit of a easy game for the old uh, Silvertails, but have been wrong before. 
Uh, Matt Moreland, he's been listed in the reserves this week. Uh, he might be a late inclusion. We'll have to wait and see what the final calls are there on, on, on Saturday for him. Uh, see whether he gets to play Sunday. Aidan Tolman's back for the Sharkies too. So Toby, big Toby Rudolph, he's back at lock now. We've got uh, Dylan Walker and Croker. Uh, Crocker, sorry, they're going uh, for their HIA protocols uh, in the next couple of days, see if they can play from their concussions last week. Curtis Sirenen, uh, he's been training as well, and Carl Lawton should return for Manly as well. Now, Manly have won 11 from the last 13 against the Sharks, and the Sharks have not defeated Manly in consecutive games since 04. Jesus. Yeah. Time ago. That's a lot of sleeps. Wow. Many moons. Uh, Morgan Harper. Is he out of an old porno? I <laughs> <laughs> can't do clean the pool. Yeah, good. Hey, he either owns a, a pizza shop there somewhere in Manly, or he's in the in the porn industry. Yeah, definitely. He played well last week, though. Got got a hat trick last week, did he? Yeah, 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 yeah. You would too if you were getting paid for it. True, uh, boys. I, I got Connor Tracy in my multi, but I'm just looking at the team list now. I didn't realise he was playing in the six jersey. So hopefully Moylan does come in. And uh, that might push him back out to his centre or his preferred wing position there. So, But I think coming through, he is a half. Uh, but I think he'll probably more likely to score if he's on in the centres or the wings there. So Just need that little bit of time to mature, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll hit. I'll lead us off, boys, so after saying that. So, I'd, like I said, I've got Connor Tracy, uh, Turbo, Garrick and Ola Kalatu in there again. The big Manly second rower, 23-25. I think Manly will win... Um, haven't put a head to head on it, so I'm very confident. Mainly going to win, but I I just couldn't get any any market value with them. Didn't really boost up my odds. I don't have a too bad of an odds for this one. I have got four legs: Ronaldo, Molitalo, Parker, Garrick, any timers, and Turbo first try, and that's paying forty one fifty. That's uh, plenty hot sauce on that. I've gone. <laughs> I'm in the shadows here. I've only got $12.25. Uh, I've done it again, looking at this. I've gone Tommy Turbo, two or more tries, but I've got him in here as any time anyway, so I don't know what the fuck I've done. Yes. Um, he who works in a dusty environment. Yeah, yes. that's it. Dust. So uh, I've gone Manly 13+. plus. I think they'll I think they'll blow out a bit. Um, Tommy Turbo, any time. Ruben Garrick, I'm back on the Molotalo. The parmesan cheese or pasta. I'm back soup, on I think, mate. Soup. A soup. I'm back on the mulatalo. Um, and I've gone Tommy Turbo two or more. I'm not sure what I've done there. But anyway, long story short, $12.25. Oh, I'm fucking confused what you got. So <laughs> yeah. I'll have to listen to that on repeat. Oh. Uh, all right, boys, that wraps up all the games. Some good odds amongst us there. So let's move on to our sure thing. Uh, Ches, do you want to kick us off? Oh, I'm a bit excited about these two, and you'll see why in a second. All right. Sure thing for this week, I have labelled as I should have just picked the round. I've got Tigers head to head, Raiders head to head, Storm head to head, South nineteen plus, Manly thirteen plus, and that's paying six fifty. Jay Rod, um, I'm going. I'm following the exact same form as last week, so I had the man source, uh, two or more tries, uh, and I've got uh, the. This week I'm going to go Paulo, so I'm going to go uh, Jackson Paulo to score two or more tries, three dollars twenty. Yeah, well I've got him in my multi to do that as well. So, uh, boys, the reason I'm excited is I've actually thought of some names for this week. I've caught on. <laughs> so uh, this one I'm calling Oldie but a Goldie, and that is for Jared Wallace to score and for the Titans to win head to head. See what I did there? He's thirty years old. 
oldie but a goldie. Uh, and uh, uh, Hail Mary, boys. Let me go back around. <laughs> go back around the room. I'll kick us off. This one's called Pop My Bubble. And I've got Jared Beal and Jai Arrow, anytime try scorers, for $12. Both the bubble breaches. So. Well, I've gone this Thanks one. Thanks for the support, boys. It's, it took me four hours. <laughs> Good best names. Mate. Good yeah. names, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, uh, I've gone just a simple, the old stretch. Uh, $6, anytime try scorer. I've got him in my multi as well. Six bucks to Six score bucks. Any, anytime. That's so. a good price. Now, this Six is, bucks. Oh, no, no. I'm in the wrong market here. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, well, I might as well stick with it. Campbell Graham to score two or more tries, six bucks. Six bucks, right. That sounds a bit better. That's <laughs> uh, good odds. Listeners, I do apologise. I have only had one and a half beers. <laughs> now, this is the big one for the week. Load up on this. The three amigos hat trick. Three first try scorers, Turbo, Latrell and Fox. $494. Ooh, put the house on it. Yep, and the car and the kids as well, so. Ah, uh, well, hopefully that one comes off for you, mate. Well, you've got 10 on that or just five? Oh, I reckon I'll put about 20 on it. I'll be able to pay off the rest of the yacht, I reckon, after that tax return. So. <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, all right, boys, I don't have any uh, who am I this week. I was a bit strapped for time. I actually had to do some work, so. i tell you Anyone what. else got anything to say? The who am I? Um I've actually had some good feedback from that. Oh, true. Yeah, I've actually had a lot of people that sit there. Um, one was a, a good mate of mine, um, and I, I did a job for him on Sunday. Did a little cashy for him. Um, Tax he, man. And he, uh, <laughs> oh, no, no. It was, I'll, I'll cut that uh, out. It was all declared. <laughs> uh, it was declared. But, uh, yeah, he said he said this. He goes, last week, he said to me, he goes, I, I got two or three of them last week. He said, this week I was fucked. I couldn't get any of them. So, yeah, right. so it was it was pretty tricky. I think No, I think he might have got one of them. Um, towards the end, I think it was only because you said he'd he'd not long ago got wrestled, wrestled to the ground. So, but some good feedback. So, oh, yeah. that's good. I do enjoy doing it. Like I said, I was just a bit strapped for time today. So, uh, she shall make a triumphant return next week. I've got uh, a little trivia. Right, I'll, I'll hit you with one off the top of my head, and I hear this every day of the week. Um, who? What's an start again? What? <laughs> what club? was the only club to have won 11 straight premierships between the years of 56 and 66. I know this song. I'm not going to jump in. I used to hear it at least five times a week too, mate. So, um, anyone, Old any, Jocko. Yeah, old Jocko, me old man. He tells me it every day of the week. He goes, regardless of what Parramatta does, your bag of shit, your bunch of shit bags haven't won 11 straight from the years of 56 to 66. Uh, he, so, he works, so he works for the council. Uh, his truck number's 11. Um 11 straight premierships. Uh, his number at the railway in his membership number is 11. Um, on the side of his esky, it has in big letters 56-66. On the back side, has 2010 uh, and World Club Challenge 2012 when they won that. So, uh, mate, hey, you're living in the past, I'm, old boy. I'm going to say I'm glad he's living in the past because yeah. they're fucking doing nothing right now. Yeah. Has he gone around there for a barbecue? What's he uh, like hiding under beds? <laughs> you haven't found him in your cupboard, have you? I'll ask him tonight. <laughs> Uh, any shit lists? Uh, I actually have a shit list oh. this week, uh, and it's the atrocious commentary of Cameron Smith and Billy Slater, who were just knobgobbling each other on Thursday night in the Parramatta game. It was fucking horrendous. Um, I need to get me um, me Google Chrome up so I can fucking get rid of Channel Nine on those nights. Uh, it basically, it was a comment that sort of made me cringe. It lift, eyebrows were lifting. This was. 
said something about Reed Marnie and how Clint Gutherson works with Reed Marnie. Billy Slater said, he goes, to have a good fullback, you've got to have a good nine. Cameron Smith turned around and said, I'd be nothing without you, Billy. And th- th- they were 100% legit about it. A bit of a loving. And I was thinking, fuck me dead, boys. If you want to pull each other off, <laughs> don't do it on air. Because I, I don't want to listen to that shit. A, Cameron Smith, I don't like you. You've got bad hair. Uh, actually, hey, there's no, the there's, there's no mirrors. No, he's just Out of fucking, all the reasons, his um, hair's the reason you don't like him. Bad hair, uh, he just shits me. I just fucking can't stand him. Billy Slater's a fuck. He's a grub. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you what, gun football. Probably the best fullback I've seen in my time, uh, but he's a fuckwit. Kicking people in the air. He's just, he, I don't understand, yeah. The, people, oh, I don't know, yeah, I just can't, I can't express. When I was listening, I was going, what the fuck does that have to do with what's going on now? <laughs> Instead of pulling each other off, but fucking, anyway. Ah, uh, well, there you go. We've got a shit list back. It's good to see. Uh, what about the beer of the week, boys? We'll do that before we head off. Mate, we've been granted some uh, Pirate Life South Coast Pale Ale cans. They're, they're not real beery. Uh, they taste more a bit of like a soft drink cordial sort of a taste to them. It reminded me when that Iron Jack first came out. I uh, had a sip of that. Very, very sort of like a lemonade sort of a taste compared to a beer. This is more of like a, a, a pasito, I guess you could say, a passion fruity. Sort of a taste. Um, now, one thing the greenies won't like about them is they come with this. They come in a full pack of cans with this little plastic dolphin catcher that's attached to the top of them. Um, so that probably won't go down well with the green piece, mate. Uh, not a big fan of these actually this week. I didn't even finish my can. I've gone back on them here, the stubby, as you can see here. So, unfortunately, the pirate life. I'm going to give it one and a half lids. Uh, <laughs> well, for those out there who, who who know me, I enjoy a sip. Um, my pop once said to me, he said, there's no such thing as a bad beer. Some are better than others. Pop, I'll bring a four-pack of these up next time I mow your lawn and, and you <laughs> tell me that again. Um, just looking at the top, it's got three different types of uh, hops in it. So it's real fruity. Uh, not a big fan of it. If my house was on fire, I'd be probably uh, leaving these in the fridge. I wouldn't be putting it out with it. So I'm going to give it one bottle lid. But, hey, White Bull, your boy will drink anything. <laughs> Keep them coming. Uh, just a big announcement for next week. We've got a special guest on the show. Uh, Billy Slater will be joining <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, so hopefully looking forward to that, Jay Rod. Uh, hope he wears headgear and a mouth guard. <laughs> um, competition is back up and running. Get onto our socials. Make sure you share and tag two friends. Send us in the code word, which you would have heard throughout this episode, and uh, you have the chance to win yourself your team's jersey. So make sure you get onto that. Send in your feedback. Let us know what you want, what you don't want. We'd love to hear about it. And uh, make sure you stay on side. Because we're about to kick off. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look out, it's rubbing off on all of us. What's going on? And uh, make sure... (laughs) And as always, don't eat your soup with a fork.